Welcome to the Field of Grace podcast. My name is Anna Parrish, and I'm so excited that you are here. Hello! Today I am really excited because one of my very closest friends, Tom, is going to be on today's episode. Tom was actually one of my first friends that I met in college. He has a way of instantly making people feel seen and loved as soon as they step into a room. And I'm so thankful for him and his friendship and all of our fun and crazy memories together. I hope today's episode brightens up your day and gives you joy. And that at the end of the episode, you're left feeling refreshed. Let's get started. a little bit about yourself and then tell us one fun fact yes um my full name is thomas walton killingsworth it sounds very official very royal um but i would say that i was just i'm very a, per- a person that's passionate about being outdoors just being playing sports maybe go fishing go hunting whatever it may be that's outdoors just that's just where i find my peace and just find my entertainment um i love going to watch sunsets i love going to like like just sit on a hammock and just be outside in the nature. Um, but I also love to just be like at the beach as well. I enjoy um, just seeing the sea life. I've always been fascinated with like sharks, whales, dolphins, whatever it may be in the ocean. Um, so that's another thing about me as well. But a fun fact would be that I can quote the movie Cars and Cars 2. All right. So give us a little, give us a little quote action here. Okay. So the first movie in Cars, the... Main quote that always comes to my head first is when Mater's talking to Lightning about how he's um, the best backwards driver. And he basically tells Lightning that his rearview mirrors tell him not where he goes, but where he's been. So that's how he knows where to go when he's driving backwards. And then my favorite um, quote in Cars 2 would either have to be um, when Mater's talking. He's hanging from this like clock in New York City. Um, or in London, sorry, but he is hanging and he's just talking about how he was an idiot and like all these things about himself. But then he talks about himself in like a good way of how he like basically solves the crime. Um, but then I'd also say my favorite um, line is when he, at the very beginning, when he's talking to this guy that's like raking just like rows of like where it's like leaves or whatever. And Mater talks to him and he's like, you raked up all the leaves. And it's just funny because the guys in a glass box cannot hear him at all. But yet Mater's talking to him. And it, I don't know, that just, I just love Mater in that movie specifically. And that's why I like Cars 2 more is just because like Mater's just goofy. And that's exactly how I see myself as well. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. If you ever watch um, a, a Cars movie with Tom, you're going to get quotes the entire time. <laughs> um Okay, so my next question, and we sort of talked about this before um, we started recording, but what is the funniest story from college that you can think of? Well, the funniest story and just the story that always comes to my mind when I first came to Troy is, um, or just any Troy memory, is the one that I have, um, that's like the first week I was at Troy, and it's actually when I met you and Katie. Yeah. And so basically, we went to the beach in Panama City. 
We um, we did not know each other. No, we did not. <laughs> and I drove I drove my truck, which I never I never do. <laughs> yeah. And I had Tyler Grubbs and Gracie in my in my truck, and then I had I think it was you, Katie, and Emily Rawlings. Yeah. And that was it was very fun, but I just remember like none of us really knew each other. <laughs> it was so awkward. But then me and Katie decide, okay, let's go swim out deep because like we were bored. We didn't want to just sit, like sit at the beach and just yeah. or be at the shore and do nothing. So we said like let's go swim. So the next thing we know, we're like way far out, like sandbar, like deep. And we're just like, like so far. Yeah, you know, can't even see anybody at this point anymore. Like it was like y'all's heads are just like little ants at that point. <laughs> yeah. But I remember um, we just hear people screaming shark, fin, whatever. Me and Katie turn around and we see just fins like popping up over and over again. It's like multiple ones. So me and Katie were just like, well, I don't know what's fixing to happen, <laughs> but we might want to swim back. So then, no. From our point started, of view, we were like, "They're they're gonna get eaten by sharks." Yeah, I vividly remember talking to Katie and being like, "Is anyone coming to save us?" And we look for the lifeguards. There's no one out there. And then we look to y'all because we're like, "Well, they kind of know us, so maybe they'll at least like let us know or at least help <laughs> us." And the first person we see is you, Anna, <laughs> and you're walking away. Just no, like, I was <laughs> running. No, you were running away. <laughs> And just leaving me and Katie to die. But it was really I fun. I had to save myself. Because I don't think I've ever, like, honestly been, like, more, like, exercised that entire day. <laughs> like, since I've been at Troy. Like, I was gassed after we got back. It felt like an hour of just swimming back. Because mm-hmm. we also had to fight a current at the same time. Yeah. So we're worried about a shark behind us because we don't know it's dolphins yet. Yeah. And then we have to fight the current. And then finally, I'm just like, okay, look, I'm too tired. We're just gonna, we're just gonna check it out first. <laughs> so then I turn around again, and I see like the, I see the dolphin's fin come up, and then the whale come, the the tail comes behind it. So I was like, and it's like horizontal, not vertical. So that means it's not a shark, it's a dolphin, or it's right. like one of those animals. So then I was like, it's too, it's too small to be anything else. So I was like, it's got to be a dolphin. So then at that point, me and Katie were like, okay, we can just take our time coming back because more than likely they're not gonna attack us. So then we just kind of kept on working our way back. But as we kept working our way back, it just seemed like everybody was out of the water, just waiting on us to get back. And like even the lifeguards <laughs> just sitting on the, sitting at the shore, just like, um, like come on back. There was even a guy that came in a jet ski, and he was like, "Do, any, do any of y'all need to get, like have help getting back?" And we're like, "No, we got it." Even though both of us are like cramping at this point. <laughs> and also, like you didn't know each other either. No, I did not know who. I didn't even know her first name. <laughs> It was on the way back, and I was like, oh, yeah, what's your name, by the way? And then she was like, my name's Kate. And I was like, well, this is a good experience to be, like, first meeting each other. But after that now, I feel like now we just, like, always have something to relate to. And yeah, it's just a funny story that how we met and stuff like That's that. That's, like, totally y'all's personalities, though. It like, really not is. even knowing each other's names. Okay, then after this same beats trip... Tom was about to, we were about to talk about this story before we started recording, and then we decided that we should save it for today's episode. But, okay, this was like our first conversation together. How do you, how do you remember it going? The only thing I remember from, so basically, Gracie, Tyler, and uh, Grace, or Gracie, Tyler, and Emily were still like, I guess, packing up or something. And I saw y'all two walk up like the beach to go like rinse off your feet and get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, well, I don't want to stay out here because my feet are like heating up and like getting really hot. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So then I'm like following kind of far behind y'all. And then I go to rinse my feet off as well. And once I rinse my feet off, I see y'all sitting down. And I was like, okay, I know her. I know Katie because that's what that person I just swam with. So then I was like, you know what? Let me go sit by him and just go talk to him. 
And then the only thing I can remember is... No, Katie left. That's what I remember. It was just me and you. I, th- I think she went to the bathroom or something. Yeah. And it was just me and you. And I don't... <laughs> I don't remember what we talked about, but it was probably the most awkward conversation <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life. It was so bad. Because we did, all we said was like, we said, hey, and like, how are you doing? And then when Katie got back, then we had like something to actually talk about. Yeah. But it was like five minutes where we were just sitting there on our phones, not talking we to each other. We were just like, I kept like looking up and I couldn't think of anything to ask you. Yeah. But you know, like when you're like with three people and then the connector leaves and it's yeah, it's just, just like, people. It's just like um, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Who would have known that Tom was my first friend in college and I knew Katie before college. So that's crazy. And I'm not sure if you know this, but I think also that exact time, or it might've been a little bit after that, that's when you and Katie came up with the idea to put me in a group chat with your dads. And to like make y'all like make oh, a connection my, wait, with them too. Tell that tell that story really quick. <laughs> so the only thing I really remember from that as well is just that it was like a it might have been a week after that treat trip. So like I barely still know y'all knew y'all, mm-hmm. but y'all were like um like just hanging out at the CSC and we were just talking and we actually got to know each other. And then y'all were like, so we have, <laughs> y'all just came up to me one day and y'all were like, so we had this idea and I was like, oh gosh, what is it? <laughs> And they were like, or y'all were like, um, so our dads, they don't really know each other, but we want them to know each other. You're so and, dumb. And then y'all are like, what's a better way than having you be in a group chat with them and you be like the bonding piece for them? So then y'all both give me both your parents' numbers. And this is so funny because now I just have your dad's number forever. <laughs> um, but I just remember making the group chat and then I sent one message and I think it was... Katie's dad. Mm-hmm. Katie's dad responded. <laughs> and your dad, res- I think your dad responded first, mm-hmm. but he responded once and he was just very, like, not about it. He was like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. <laughs> so then he just never texted back. But then me and Katie's dad talked for about, like, five or six messages. So it went on for about 15, 20 minutes um, of just texting back and forth. And we were like, he was, like, not necessarily, like, against it, mm-hmm. but he also just didn't understand why I had his number and why this even came to be an idea. <laughs> yeah. And they, I kept telling them, like, that y'all two came up with the idea, but I think they kept thinking that I made up the idea of, like, oh, <laughs> this dude just likes both of our daughters. Yeah. So he's just like, no, this is not going to happen. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah, we have a lot of memories like that. They're just, yeah. like, just really weird. But anyway... So we'll go ahead and dive into our conversation. So I've asked Tom to tell a little bit about his testimony and sort of what God has taught him in college. Yeah, so um, my spiritual walk really started when I first came to Troy or a little bit before. So I moved, it was like two weeks before I moved to Troy. I remember um, specifically being a very, it was a very low point in my life. I was going through a lot of things. And I just didn't see a way out except to just go to God, basically, just give my life to Him. So I remember sitting in my room and I did like, I wouldn't say they called it a devotion, but it was like a, I saw this video kind of thing um, on Instagram. And it just kind of like, because I've been thinking about it for a long time that like, I really need to have a relationship with God because what I'm doing is just not working and it never will work. And I always knew that in the back of my mind, but I just never really came to the decision until that moment when I knew, like, I'm going to college, I'm going to be by myself, like, I can't do this alone. So then I sat down in my room for, like, two hours, just 
thinking and like even like came to tears and like was crying for like 30 minutes to an hour. Um, I just remember giving my life to God that night and really just having this sense of peace just instantly happen. And from that point on, I was always nervous to move in, of course, because, you know, like college life, you don't know what's going to happen when you first get there. Um, I definitely didn't see what I was going to do, but I knew at that point I was like, okay, my life is like, I'm, I'm for God now. So I need to like base my life around that too. Like I need to be connected with a place like that or have friends that lead me to God more as well. So then I move into Troy and I really just had a very rough patch again. Like I just got really homesick for the first week. I couldn't eat. I couldn't like go out of my dorm. And then I finally got the courage from God. I was like, God, just show me a way to meet with people or just, just get, like get out like I planned to do. And then God gave me the courage to finally go to this open mic night or something like that. And then I met Tyler Grubbs, who was my very first friend at Troy. And I remember like since then, that whole week, we went and had like lunch, dinner together. Then we finally ended up going to the Wesley first. So I met them, had the little like, um, it's like a tacos and Doritos thing. I, I don't know what it's called, but so we went there. We met a lot of good people. And that's when I was like, okay, I, this is a good place, but I, this is not like what I'm accustomed to. Um, but I was like, this is definitely what I need. I definitely need to be in a Christian like based um, organization. So then the next night comes, it was like a Tuesday night, I'm pretty sure. And it was after, it was after like a whole bunch of events leading up to it too. We had like on the quad, we had like a connect or whatever it was, but we came back to the CSC and we watched Monsters University. And I remember meeting so many people. Um, but the people I remember the most is Caden Godfrey and Christian Daprich. I remember mostly Caden because we played the, at the game. The first thing that I had was we played signs at the CSC after the movie. And my peripheral vision was not working at all because I would turn around and not see who the heck it was that had the sign or making the sign. So then the first thing I heard from Caden was basically a joke making fun of my peripheral vision. So I was like, okay, this dude, this dude's not like what I want to be around. I don't like this. <laughs> then next thing I know, we're like, then after the game, we're just talking and like really getting to know each other. And I'm just like meeting all these great people and meeting all these new people. And then Caden finally comes up to me like before I leave to go to like to go back to my dorm that night. And he's like, you know, like, I think you'd really fit in well here. Like you really like have a great um like just drive and just energy. Yeah. And he definitely he kept like reiterating that he wanted me to come back. So then I was like, okay, like this is like a place like people want me to be there. Not mm-hmm. it's not just like I want to be there, but people also want me there. So then I was like, okay, this has to be like what God planned. So then I kept going back over and over and over again. And every night it just seemed like we were doing something different. I was just getting connected with people that like had already been like firmly in like their walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. So I knew like these are people that I can lean on. And then I ended up joining Cadence D group and that was very beneficial for me. I learned a lot of things from that. And then my second year, so that was my junior year when I transferred in, but then my next year, the senior year, I then was in, I'm pretty sure it's Caden and Hunter again, Mm -hmm. but then it kind of just didn't work out where we weren't meeting like very consistently. So then I asked Christian if I could join his D group. And then from that point on, then that's when like me and Christian even had, like, cause we had a strong bond before then, but then like that bond just continued to grow. Mm -hmm. I grow. And like, that's just a testament of how God has been so far through my life too, is here is just, he's put me in a place where like I, 
can grow not only like spiritually but also just individually because i remember coming into like school i was very shy like mm-hmm. i would not have went and talked to which anyone which is crazy yeah like people that know you now like you're so extroverted yeah that's such was, like a god thing yeah it was oh my gosh i would not talk to a stranger in high school i would not talk to anyone if you're like like even if you're my friend like even then i would not tell you anything like if anything bad was happening, I would not tell anyone. Mm-hmm. But now, like, if it's, like, a struggle that I'm going through or, like, even just a praise, like, I'm not afraid or ashamed to say it, mm-hmm. like, at all. And, like, like you said, it's just a big thing of what God has worked in me. And even, like, this past summer, like, I never have thought I would have been at a summer camp, like, mm-hmm. being a counselor to kids, like, preaching them the gospel. So just the short time that God worked and, the like, the amount of, like growth I've had in just two years Mm -hmm. is very crazy and like really is a like testament of what God can do to you. So it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was going to say that's such a God thing because I was like that too in high school. I was so quiet and I'm still like a little bit more, I'm more reserved than you are, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, that's, that's cool how God works like that and gives us confidence Um, so my last question for you is what advice do you have for guys in college? I would say first, honestly, just there's going to be a lot of like temptations and a lot of things that go on in in college. It's just, you're on your own. There's no one to tell you what to do and Mm -hmm. to keep you like consistent of what you should be doing and what, like what not to do. Um, so I think just making sure that you are putting yourself in a place where, you have friends that will keep you accountable and also just not being afraid to like go out of your comfort zone. Cause I know like the moment that I met Tyler at that open mic night, I, which that was probably one of the, like also one of the most awkward conversations I've ever had. Really? Okay. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> it, it, um, so actually we first met in the, in the elevator of rushing. Um, oh, I, I know this story. Yeah. So he, we both got in. I was like, hey, what's up? And he said, nothing much. What's up with you? And I was like, nothing much. I'm just going to my dorm. And after that, it just got quiet. And I was like, this <laughs> is not good. But then I went, then we went back down to the open mic and I just see a shadow coming from behind me. And I was like, I was like, it looks like him. Then it's Tyler. And he said, hey to me again. So I was like, oh, so something like this, that simple can make a relation, like can make a friendship. Mm-hmm. So just going out of my comfort zone to make that first initial like conversation with him led to a friendship that has still now gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also just like the main advice is just be yourself and college will be stressful, but never like, it's never too much for God. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like there have been times like I've had like speeches or tests or whatever. Um, and even like with communications, like I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now with like athletics and just like going and like speaking to other people and like being like they like the vocal person now mm-hmm. um because that never was me before college but me stepping out of my comfort zone is what really got like this to happen because mm-hmm. even like that night that i like gave my life to god like that took courage mm-hmm. and it it's not easy but it's definitely worth it so i think just Mainly just going out of your comfort zone, but also just making like making sure you're keeping yourself accountable and you have friends that'll also keep you accountable. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CSC has been the best place for that, oh, yeah. for sure. All the mini adventures. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited for people to listen to it, and I'm so thankful for you. Yes, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, guys, catch you next time. Bye. that was at the same time that like we were told like that might be bats and i was not the smartest person and i saw a bat and i shined a light into it and then next thing i know it's flying all around and about to like crash on our heads or whatever but i don't know there's many memories with that but mm-hmm. that's probably not for this occasion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll cut that out <laughs>